You can never get a cup of tea large enough or a book long enough to suit me. C.S. Lewis. Hello and welcome back to the Turn Right Podcast. This is episode 68. I'm Caitlin, your host. Today I'm going to be giving a January reading recap. I read three books in January and I'm going to be reviewing them and kind of talking about the high points and low points and what I'm going to take away from that and put towards my own writing. If you're new here on Turn Right, we do a variety of different episodes. Sometimes we break down the story structure, sometimes we review books, sometimes we just talk about motivational and inspirational writing techniques. So we really have a variety of episodes. But today things are looking up. It's about 40 degrees here in Pittsburgh, which is lovely for a February day. And I'm pretty proud of myself for reading three books in January. Sometimes it's not always easy to fit reading into my very busy schedule. But the first book that I started off the year with was My Dark Vanessa by Kate Elizabeth Russell. This book was very intriguing. I always love a good coming-of-age novel about a character that loves literature, Um, So this story was very enticing to me right from the get-go. Essentially, the main character, Vanessa, is a girl like any other. Um, She has a fight with this girl named Jenny, and they are no longer friends. Vanessa is away at this boarding school. It's very elite and prestigious, and she's going there to get a good education. Whenever she has this fight with Jenny, um, then suddenly her world is kind of different and she is vulnerable to this English teacher. Um, And at first it just seems like he's kind of praising Vanessa's work, her writing skills. He's just giving her a little bit of innocent um, extra attention. You know, she's his favorite. But as the book progresses, we see how creepy this man really is. He starts with, you know, touching her leg and then he gets her alone. And then soon enough, they're having sex regularly. Um, He's giving her these pajamas and underlining specific sexual lines in Lolita and giving them to her and just behaving in a way that is totally inappropriate. And there are moments whenever Vanessa pauses and kind of takes an inventory of this behavior and starts to wonder, is this normal? But she's a young girl, so she doesn't really understand, you know, the seriousness of this guy's actions. She's kind of delighted by his affection for her at first. And the novel is is really interesting, in my opinion. It's very well told. I really like how distinctive of a character Vanessa is. Um, I feel really bad for her. It's, It's very messed up. I mean, the story climaxes to this teacher telling her that he'd rather end his life than be exposed and spoiler alert that is what he ends up doing um another thing that i took away from this story is that i like the imagery of cleanliness vanessa can never get it together she can never keep her room clean and that's kind of a correlation to this messy affair that follows her not only throughout boarding school but into her adult life and she can just never let go of this relationship Um, until the end of the novel when she sort of makes peace with it with her therapist. I just really liked the perspective that the author got into. The author really explored, you know, all of these true and vulnerable and messy feelings that Vanessa had about the situation. She really explored how Vanessa was affected from the situation from multiple angles. Um, You know, we saw Jenny 
and other girls kind of coming forward and exposing this teacher and Vanessa's reluctance to expose him. And we really understood why she was reluctant to expose him. And the perspective was really deep in her head, which I think helped us empathize with the character, even if we have never personally gone through something um, so awful. I also think that the naming of this English teacher was very intentional. His last name was Strain, and he definitely was a strain on Vanessa's life. I definitely would recommend this story if you like coming-of-age stories, if you like whenever authors draw from other literary works, and it is a sad, messed-up book, but it's very intriguing, and I was definitely able to empathize with the protagonist. My takeaways from the book are deep perspectives are always essential to getting you to empathize with the main character. If you're talking about a serious issue, um, such as the issue that was mentioned in the book, make sure you explore it from all angles. I think the author did a really good job of not blaming Vanessa for being in this situation. The second story I read in January was The Maid. By Nita Prose. I believe this book was released in January of 2022, and I don't believe it is associated at all with the Netflix series. I haven't watched the Netflix series, but from what I understand, it's two totally different things. I love this book. It probably was my favorite book that I read in January. I know it's going to be a top favorite of the year. I just flew through it. It was so well paced. I loved the voice of the story the voice of the main character. It just really was a wholesome, interesting story. It's a voicey thriller, which I realized last year is actually one of my favorite genres to read in. I love a good, compelling character with a strong voice with a thriller that's not too gruesome. That's very ideal for me. So essentially, the story starts out with this young woman named Molly Gray, um, she's grieving the loss of her grandmother. She's very alone in life. She's possibly autistic. She has some sort of um, mental disorder that makes her a little bit different from everyone else. But despite that, Molly is filled with optimism. She says that she is lucky to be a maid and work in this beautiful hotel. It's like Dorothy entering the Wizard of Oz every time she comes to work. And that just really struck a chord with me. I love how the author presented Molly. She's so humble. She's so positive. And that just made me really like her. She's a really likable character. I loved her work ethic, how dedicated she was to being a maid. Um, she cares about cleaning every corner. She takes great pride in her work. I think so many times in literature, we as authors are really attracted to writing non-redeemable characters. We're attracted to the gritty, the bad, the ugly. And while that can be really interesting to write, on the paper, I think it comes across as being very not likable. And when we don't like the character, it's hard to root for them. When it's hard to root for them, it's hard to be truly invested in the story. And so I think Nita Prose did a great job with making Molly this super likable character right from the get-go. Molly has a really cute way of describing things. Um, she calls her love interests good eggs versus bad eggs and the story becomes more of a thriller when we the reader see this dramatic situational irony um and what is happening in the inner workings of this hotel so molly is going to this hotel every day she's cleaning her rooms she's doing her jobs but this guy rodney 
is kind of seducing her. He takes her on this quote-unquote date at Olive Garden, but it's really just to get more information from Molly to hide his cocaine drug smuggling business. Um, and we, the reader, can kind of see this business being alluded to throughout the story, even though Molly, bless her heart, is totally oblivious to it. And we see how Rodney is setting Molly up for um, the murder of this wealthy man that occurred in the hotel. And Molly found this man, and obviously that's very suspicious. And Molly gets put on trial. She gets arrested for the murder of this man. Luckily, Molly befriends the doorman at the hotel who has always known that Molly is a good person. His daughter is a lawyer and she comes in and helps save the day. Um, I love the metaphors about cleanliness and good conscience. Um, I thought that was really artful and done well. Um, I also felt like Giselle was a pretty sympathetic character. Giselle was the late wife of this wealthy man that was killed at the hotel and this man was very abusive and demeaning towards Giselle. Um, and, G and Giselle and Molly's friendship proved to be, I think, a nice little touch in the story. But overall, I just love this. This was very heartwarming. Um, it was a quick read. It was humorous. It was just everything that I wanted in a story. Finally, I read Beach Read by Emily Henry. Emily Henry is really such a talented writer. I love the way she describes things. She is so good at wording and image. Um, I just love how she writes. However, this book felt really short for me. I loved People We Meet on Vacation. I loved Alex Nilsson and Poppy. Um, I just thought they were such warm, great characters. But Beach Read for me was boring and hard to get through and I really didn't want to feel that way because I love Emily Henry's writing style. So it kind of got me wondering and comparing and contrasting the two um, because writing style is a big part of me liking a book as a writer myself. Um, the writing style of the author is really important to me. I love authors that use lots of imagery um, that are descriptive but not too descriptive. Um, I love authors that create characters that feel like they're talking to you. And for me, Poppy and Alex, it felt like they were real. It felt like they were talking to me. But these characters, Gus and January, they just did not feel as real and wholesome to me. And again, I'm going back to that likability of the character. And I think that's so important because I didn't really like Gus or January. They both seemed very like miserable and just not appealing people. I didn't see their vulnerabilities early on enough in the story. I think the story also twisted from um, January kind of discovering herself as a writer and how her father's death and secret life affected her to this romance between her and Gus. And because the story was about two different things, I kind of felt myself pulled in two different directions and I couldn't really connect with either of the concepts. Also, the title almost stopped me from reading the story. Um, Beach Read to me sounds like a very frivolous USA Today bestseller type of book, which there's nothing wrong with those kinds of books. I think they have their time and place and I've definitely liked them before, um, but it just wasn't what I was in the mood for reading personally at this time. Um, so I almost didn't read it, but then I realized it was by Emily Henry, and I was like, oh, I really like her as an author, so I'm going to give it a go. Um, but I just feel like the name of the story, it does not really describe the plot or the characters or really anything in the story well. 
I think that, you know, Gus, he was supposed to come across as this, like, sarcastic, kind of disturbed, um, you know, manly man. But I feel like if he was more vulnerable early on, if we had learned more of his backstory early on, if that had been explored more and weaved better into the story, I think I would have liked him more as a character. But it was really left all for the second half of the story, which was way too late in the game for me to feel sympathy for him as a character. I do think the story got better as it went on. I think midway through is when it really progressed and picked up and I found myself getting more interested in it. Um, I do usually like whenever authors kind of insert an author, a writer into the story and use that trope, but I kind of felt like this was a little corny to me. I didn't really care for it. Um, and I feel like it didn't add much to the story, January and Gus being authors. You know, I don't know. I just felt like there was really no other purpose for why they were doing this. Um, if you look at A Slow Fire Burning by Paula Hawkins, I really like how she used um, one of the characters writing a book to tell the story of what happened to this other character that was connected to the murder. It was very artful and, you know, not something that I would think of. So it was, it was very different. It was something I hadn't seen before. It was intriguing. I liked how she used that. I even liked in My Dark Vanessa how, you know, the English teacher fell in love with a student. I thought that, you know, that was good and I could see, you know, why the author did that. But for me, again, it just kind of goes back to the title being Beach Read. I don't think it really all added up. I also wish the author would have explored more the effects of Jacques um, breaking up with January and how that affected her more early on because I was also not really connected to that relationship. But overall, I do love how Emily Henry writes. Um, if I could write as good as her, I really wish I could. She is just a fantastic writer as far as imagery and making you laugh and just line to line. She's really good. But I just think these characters just really weren't as authentic as the ones in People We Meet on Vacation. And then I did start reading Summer Island by Kristen Hanna, but um, I was only about 30 pages in, so obviously I'm not going to review that one. Let me know what you've been reading by leaving me a comment on this podcast or telling me on Twitter. I'm always looking for new book recommendations. Usually I just go on the Apple Books app and I scroll through the bestsellers. I read a little sample, decide if I like it or not, and purchase it. It's so much easier doing this all on my iPad than how I used to go to libraries or a Target or Barnes and Noble and like just read a little bit of the first page and have to decide and be pressured and decide if I should buy the book or not. But I just love how much easier it is to read the samples online. I think that's a really great feature. And if you don't do that, I would definitely consider doing that. I also sometimes get book recommendations from Book Talk on TikTok and also from various YouTubers or Instagrammers or people that do book reviews. So that's pretty much how I find what I'm going to read. Thank you guys so much for listening to this week's episode. As always, keep writing, keep reading, and keep querying. And I will talk to you on our next road trip.